Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Rin Pack as we break down Monday's 10-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, we wanted to be the first two people today to break down the Super Bowl for you in full contact. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, but it is going to be a very fascinating matchup, old school versus new school. You're going to hear that for the next two weeks, so enjoy that. Uh, Rin Pack, how was, how was football for you today, and what are you looking forward to in the Super Bowl? I'm looking forward to Brady versus Mahomes, just like everyone else. Uh NFL was fine. It, I just didn't have enough Marcus Valdez Scantling, who was the key to unlock everything to take you to the top. Uh, otherwise, I pretty much felt pretty confident with all my choices. I even had some TJ Yeldon as well, uh, which it didn't matter if you didn't have MBS, especially on DK. On Fanjo, it seemed like a Josh Allen to Dawson Knox was the optimal. So go figure. Two-game NFL slate at its finest. But let's uh, let's cut that out. Super Bowl 55 is two Sundays away. Uh I'm going to be looking forward to the matchup. I'll take the over on 350 receiving yards for Tyreek Hill in the first quarter. But let's talk about the 10-game slate that we have tomorrow. Yeah, running it back. He does like Tampa. That was that was week 12, I believe. He just went completely bonkers. Oh, man. It's going to be a, it's going to be a fun Super Bowl. Um, probably, you know, I, I do write a couple of uh, sports betting pieces over at awesomeo.com. Uh, might have to uh, hammer that. If it's three and a half, which is what I think I saw it open at, that KC number, I'll take, uh, I think I'll, I'll lay that based off of what I've seen the last couple weeks. So, uh, anywho, let's get right to it here for you today. But before we do, uh, could you just hit that like button, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live, uh, keep the lights on, do all the things, and we are off today. Uh, point guard sitting at the top over on FanDuel. Uh, we're going to start over there today. Uh, Luka Doncic at 10,700. Yeah, Luca has a ceiling. I don't think anybody is ever going to question that. I didn't like 29 minutes, but I mean, it was kind of one of those spots against Houston where it kind of was a surprising blowout. Um, that, that just kind of was a surprising game in general. Uh, I don't know if you got to see any of that, but just kind of floored me to see uh, Houston playing that well. And then Damian Lillard sitting at 9,700 and Steph Curry at 9,600. Uh, Kyrie Irving, we'll, we'll put into the equation at 9,400 too. Uh, what's your preference up top here on FanDuel? Yeah, on Fando, we got 10-7 Luka. He put up 75 fantasy points against Denver last time out. Uh, Granted, I expect Porzingis to play as he was rested on Saturday night. I don't uh, – I'm going to like Luka versus Denver. He has played them uh, well at times in the past. I think you got to project him around mid-50 fantasy points uh, against Denver. 
I like him as a payup option, but I'm looking to spend, uh, looking to save a thousand dollars to potentially go to Lillard or Curry, especially Lillard versus OKC and Curry versus the willful Minnesota defense. I'd rather, there's a good chance that you can see Lillard and Curry outscore Luka tomorrow, especially Lillard with no McCollum, 9,700 for Lillard on uh, FanDuel. And on DK, Luka's also 10-7 and Lillard's 10-3. Um, it's a little closer of a decision to be made there. Uh, on I would I really like a ninety two hundred dollars Steph Curry on DraftKings right now. Man, that's sticking out like a sore thumb. That is a tasty, tasty Steph Curry price tag. Congrats to him, man. Second leading all time three pointers made. Um I expect him to break that Ray Allen record. I uh, he's about four hundred away, maybe early next season. So it seems more realistic. Yeah. Uh I like Curry a lot, especially on DK standing out. And LeBron James taking on his former team in the Cavaliers at Cleveland, 9,300. Yes, LeBron is questionable if you're wondering. I think he's a fine option, but Curry on DK is definitely standing out to me. How do you feel about Curry versus this Minnesota matchup? Love. 9,200, come on. Let's let's be better. I love that. Uh, I guess, I mean, what would be the reason for that price being depressed there at 9,200? I, I don't quite understand it. He went from, what was his price the other night? He was, I mean, he was like in the mid-nines. So, I mean, it's gone down from 9,500 to 9,200 in a matchup against in a pace-up spot. Uh, he only played 27 minutes in that blowout loss against Utah, so it's pretty surprising to me to see that low of a number in, in this spot. But I saw that D'Angelo Russell is going to be questionable for that game, and so, uh, so there might be some blowout risk there. Not that we want to go crazy... Uh, over the top and like analyzing it from that standpoint, but just something to consider in that in that late game with the Q tag that Russell has next to him. Uh, Ricky Rubio, somebody who actually looks pretty good in, at fifty one hundred. He played twenty eight minutes, put up twenty eight point two five in that in that win against New Orleans the other night. Uh, actually, was was filling up the stat sheet in a number of different ways nine seven and seven. So uh, fifty one hundred, he's a fine option. Nothing nothing like super special, but somebody to bring up to as maybe a run back in that game as well. Uh, and if D'Angelo's out again. And that's that's definitely uh, some some extra incentive to be going there. Uh, anybody else down in this mid range for you? Yeah, I'm Fanduel Goran Dragic, 5800. I really like that he put up 18 shot attempts last time in 31 minutes against Brooklyn. Going up against the same Brooklyn matchup yet again tomorrow. 5800 seems fine. He hasn't really gotten there for us. Uh, we've uh, been uh, victimized by Kendrick Nunn's little outburst of late, and where he's been. Racking up the fantasy points, not so much Drogic. Drogic has 40 fantasy point upside, if not higher. I don't mind Drogic 5,800. Another pay down against Denver. With Porzingis back, I, I know he had a couple games of north, uh, high 20 fantasy points. I'm If he's going to play mid-30 minutes again, I think you'll take mid-20 fantasy points at 4,300. It's nothing great. Uh, it's, it's a big slate, so you'll be a little cautious with that. I think some GPP flyers on Lamella Ball, Lonzo Ball, fifty six hundred. I like that on FanDuel, and uh, Dejounte Murray, uh, sixty five hundred on uh, DraftKings. Uh, put up a triple double uh, tonight, so which is very impressive from Dejounte, eleven ten eleven. So one of those basic triple doubles, but sixty five hundred against New Orleans. I think we can definitely consider that. And SGA, uh, just going to get an honorable mention for sure at eighty one hundred dollars. He's always got to get it. Also, uh, for those who might have heard that, uh, it, it cut out there for a second. Jalen Brunson was the 4,300 call on FanDuel, uh, just in case that audio didn't catch up. But I believe we are all set to head over to the top on shooting guard. Does that sound good? Let's do it. All right. 10-2. James Harden. Uh, we're seeing those tags come down a little bit for the Brooklyn guys. 
I started to feel like that was going to be the case here where uh, you couldn't expect for them all to have tags like 11K or 10.8 or whatever it was when when everybody came together. So we're starting to see a little bit of that slide. Uh, Kyrie's down to 9K over at point guard on DraftKings. Over at shooting guard for James Harden, he's down to 10.2. And I believe Ken, Kevin Durant is 10.4. So uh, between those three Brooklyn guys, a little bit more playable than on other nights, uh, depending. Not that they don't all have ceilings, but it's it's tougher to like be able to really go with volume at them uh, when they all have those big elevated price tags. Uh, moving our way down, we've got Zach Levine, 8,600. Uh, kind of a discount coming off of the 92, 9,500 that we've seen the last two matchups for him. So a little bit of a depressed tag uh, going up against Boston, which, you know, is, it's like a middle of the road matchup, in my opinion. I, I don't really feel super strongly one way or the other. Um, and so 8,600 Levine is definitely something I'll be interested in on a, on DraftKings. And then it sounds like Jalen, uh, sorry, Jason Tatum is going to be active. So Jalen Tatum, or sorry, Jalen Brown, his my interest in him at 8,500. You know what? There's a lot of Tatums and Jalen and it, 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 sometimes it just like starts spewing out and you just start snowballing. So my apologies, Jalen Brown, not looking great at 8,500. Uh, Rin Pack, take over from here and save me from myself. Yeah, so James Harden, 9,800 versus Miami. Only took eight shot attempts, ha- has not gone to the line double digit times since his uh, Houston debut. Uh, so that's call- it's concerning. Uh is James Harden just going to be a guy who averages 15 and seven the rest of the way for Brooklyn? I don't think so. I think there's going to be a time where James Harden's going to be turning it up a notch and being a little extra aggressive. 9,800. We know his upside is not going to be as high as it was in Houston. It's going to be cap, but we know it's in his back. So keep that in mind. It's not someone who really stands out to me right now, but someone we definitely should be always considering. 10-2. I'm a little off that. Russell was a pre-planned rest on Saturday night. I think Russell, 8,100 on FanDuel, I, and believe he's 8,300 on DK. Against this Golden State matchup, I like that quite a bit. And FanDuel, it's going to be a nice little, I think a shooting guard game stack could kind of work out with Russell and Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins, well, you know it. It's a revenge game versus Minnesota. And we know Wiggins had a very interesting Minnesota tenure, obviously being the number one overall pick over there. Had a uh, had, There were some reports of him going through some mental depression fighting his own uh, woes from different league sources. But going against Minnesota, I'm pretty sure he's going to play with the chip on his shoulder. I like Wiggins, uh, especially at that $6,800 price tag on FanDuel. And he's checking in, I believe, uh, 6500 on DraftKings. And I, I like that matchup just because I don't like uh, – I'm not nothing scares me about that Minnesota defense whatsoever. Other mid-tier uh, pay-down options that you should uh, potentially take some shots on, Justin Holiday played against Toronto. He put up 37 and a half fantasy points today because he put up a double double. It's going to be interesting what his ownership comes in at. I feel like it's going to be pretty, pretty popular potentially if he's going to just because people who box score watch. On FanDuel, I think a pay down option is a Seth Curry playing against Detroit. Uh, I like uh, I like that $4,600 option and Gary Trent Jr. against a pretty weak OKC defense, 3600 I think there's going to be a game where as long as CJ McCollum is down out and Gary Trent's under 4K on FanDuel, I think we never need to be considering him night in and night out. Absolutely. Yeah, the the D'Angelo Russell thing, just to come back to that for a second, he did, uh, I know that he was rested that that time, but there was a report that came out that he's going to be questionable with a bruised right quad. So he's actually got the actual Q tag next to him, uh, even though he did rest. So uh, he must have picked up that injury a little bit earlier, uh, perhaps in that game Friday or whatever that was, Friday against... 
Atlanta. There we go. So, uh, so I saw that report come through right before we went on. So, just wanted to double back and say that he is actually questionable. Questionable there. So, uh, there there becomes some some possible value that could emerge later into the night. Uh, Anthony Edwards is forty five hundred. Uh, he's not a super sexy play, but even in twenty minutes, he put up twenty four point seven. There's a lot of usage that's going to be available without Cat, without D'Angelo, if he were to not be able to go. So, uh, I know it's not a, a great sexy play or anything, but forty five hundred, I could. I could see having a couple of shares there on some of the Minnesota guys in that Golden State game. And I love the Wiggins call. He did not enjoy uh, his tenure for the most part. It was it was pretty tumultuous as a, as a Timberwolves fan to watch a lot of that going down. Uh, so I, I think there is going to be some freedom that he'll be playing with on. Not that that's a note you can actually give a fantasy basketball player. He's going to play with freedom. Enjoy. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins. I, I really don't mind it. Uh, one last guy that I just want to ask about, because I, I guess I don't really know all these Miami Heat guys on who's going to be active, who's going to be doing what coming into that. I know Tyler Hero's got the neck issue. I know Jimmy Butler is probably still going to be on the shelf with the COVID-19 stuff. Kendrick Nunn has been setting the world on fire. I know that he got a little bit maybe of a minutes bump the last couple with Drogic foul trouble and some other ways that things have, have panned out, but he is still 6,500 over on FanDuel, so I mean, that's that's gotten to be up there a little bit. Uh, but what do you think about Kendrick Nunn and some of these other guys? 6,100 is his tag over on DraftKings. So Kendrick Nunn, now I think he's a little too more expensive. I'd rather just take the savings on Drogic. And I think you're going to have to project Drogic still even a little higher uh, just going into it. I don't expect Nunn to keep up the shooting efficiency. I think he's gone north of 50% each of the games out. Uh, he didn't get to the line last game, uh, the previous two games he had. So I'm, uh, I'm not that interested in them. I think there's some other options. And he's like same. He's like within a few hundred dollars of Wiggins. I prefer Wiggins much, much more. Love it. Well, uh, I think that's about it that I've got from Shooting Guard. I mean, I, there's going to be a lot of value that is going to be emerging on a 10-game slate. So make sure you're following that awesome NBA account over on Twitter so that you can keep everything updated. The news god is the man. He will keep you informed. He will keep you in the right uh, with starting lineups coming out, with injury news, all of the goodies. So, so make sure that you're connected on over there. Uh, over at the top of small forward over on FanDuel, we've got Kevin Durant leading the way at 10-4. Makes sense. No problem. But, you know, again, these Brooklyn guys, it's going to be tough to peg. But a uh, fine spend-up option in tournaments. Uh, LeBron James, 9,800. I don't know if you know this, but he's questionable. Yeah, so he's questionable. So we're going to keep moving along. Uh, nothing, to, nothing to see here. Jalen Brown, 9K. And then Jeremy Grant, 8,400. Gordon Hayward had a great outing here tonight, uh, 8,100. Um, you know, all, all going to be all right, guys. Do you have any kind of a preference going up top here at small forward? So on DK, 10-4 KD. And on Fando, he's also 10-4. LeBron James, 9,800. Those are great spend-up options. We know what their ceiling is like. Uh if you want to project a blowout against Cleveland, you can. The Lakers destroyed the Bulls the other night on Saturday night. Expect a similar outcome against the Cavs. I think we can definitely need we need to start considering Brandon Ingram. I think that price tag is a little too low now. Seventy seven hundred, aka your guy, eight K on DK against the Spurs defense. The Spurs will be playing on a back to back. I think Ingram should should like be able to handle his own and get his own. He put up fifty fantasy points last time he played the Spurs. I think we need to be looking as uh, Ingram as a, like a cornerstone in our lineups uh, going forward tomorrow. Simmons, eighty four hundred. We uh, didn't get to talk to the, talk about him in the point guard position, but he has small forward eligibility on DK. Was very good against his Detroit matchup. 
He got to the line 12 times, which is really nice to see Simmons being aggressive. We really need him to be more aggressive, taking double-digit shot attempts for him to be considered uh, consistently in our uh, DK lineups and FanDuel lineups as well. Someone who got crunch time minutes is uh, Michael Porter Jr. last time out, played both the overtimes. Uh, kind of disappointing not to see that shot volume, but I think that's going to come around. He's playing going up against Dallas. 6400 seems a little too tad expensive, but not as expensive as a 9K Jalen Brown with a Jason Tatum coming back into the mix. And we need to talk about Gordon Hayward, who put up uh, 50 fantasy points uh, tonight, 55, pardon me if I'm wrong, uh, pardon me, uh, against Orlando. Going up against Orlando again, man, North of 20 shot attempts, you'll take that from Gordon Hayward. I know 8,100 is like sticker shock, but we need to consider Gordon Hayward for sure. Who's sticking out to you, uh, sticking out to you to save uh, in terms of salary saving options in the small forward position? So to save a little money over on FanDuel, there are 6,200 OG and Anobi. As we're talking about guys who have gone off uh, in recent uh, days today, OG Ananobi put up 55.1 in the early slate, which was uh, a massive number. Kyle Lowry continues to be out. We'll see if he gets back here, but Pascal Siakam should be a game time decision. So uh, there's going to be there's going to be some interest there if the, both of them were to sit again and in, in going back to OG. He sits at that mid range tag over on small forwards, so I uh, don't have any problem with that. The fact that you touted Brandon Ingram makes me so happy that there really aren't words for it, and I don't really know what to do with myself right now. I, I, what do I do with my hands? I'm just so happy. So there's that. Lugans Dort, 4,900. Everybody in the DFS community, I mean, you either kind of like love the guy or you hate the guy. He's playing those early 30 minutes, uh, you know, like those uh, like low 30s minutes, but like can't possibly get there on certain days. And then there's days that he just completely annihilates the slate. It's weird because it's not even like necessarily a shooting dependent thing primarily. Like, I, I really don't know what it is watching him. It's like some days he just has it and some days he, he doesn't. And you know in the first five minutes of the game which one it is. So uh, Lugans Dort at 4,900. I'm happy to take some shots on that there. Uh, anybody down here in the lower end for you to round it out? Yeah, I'm Fandil. We need to definitely consider $4,100 Justin Holiday. Playing 39 minutes today. I'll take 39 minutes at 4,100 any time of the week. Carmelo Anthony taking on one of his former teams in the Thunder. We'll see what uh, what the minutes rotation looks like tonight. If if, there, if Stott's going to roll out Carmelo at the five, like he did a couple games when C.J. McCollum was not uh, on the floor, I think we need to consider a $4,100 Carmelo Anthony. And uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., $5,200 against this Minnesota defense. I'm sounding like a broken record. Has been disappointing the last two times out after a very strong stretch of like five, six good daily uh, fantasy out- outings, I think we, we need to con- consider $5,200 Kelly Oubre Jr. for sure uh, on FanDuel. Love it. Uh, that's all we got at Small Forward. Before we get to Power Forward, just want to let you guys know that NBA packages are starting at $4.95 per, per week. Uh, over at awesomeo.com slash join NBA. You can check out all the goodies that we got over there. Uh, projections have been fire of late. I don't know what I would have done without them today uh, as I was doing the, the live before lock show and bouncing around trying to manage some football lineups and everything else. And it'll be nice to have a, a week of just, uh, well, actually two weeks of just NBA DFS for, for most of us here. Uh, grinding a little bit of NBA, MMA over the weekend and uh, doing some PGA stuff. Nice round by Cantley. Tried to make a push there for me there towards the end today and hit La Quinta. But uh, just check out a bunch of our offerings over there, but specifically for the NBA product, uh, osmo.com slash join NBA. 
Uh, let's get ourselves over to power forward at the top on DraftKings. <laughs> We've said Kevin Durant, I think, like three times in a row at the top edge. So I'm going to just skip him. We know that, you know, he's a fine spin up option. DeMontis Sabonis, 9,800, uh, a guy that has kind of been disappointing at late, even though he's been playing legitimately like early 40s minutes, uh, multiple games in a row now, three games in a row, early 40s minutes. And at 9,800, you kind of want to see more than the 55.75 even, uh, which was his high point of those of those three games. Otherwise, 46.5. 41.25 that's not going to get it done so uh makes for a great option this toronto team is is running up and down they're they're not your they're not your grandpa's toronto raptors they're the tampa bay raptors at this point in time and and playing as such so uh they they like to run a little bit more uh going our going down towards this next range we've got anthony davis 9200 so he's questionable too but i mean i think that's probable yeah it's actually probable i lied to you so he's probable to go and then jason tatum is expected to play and be back from his COVID 19 situation and all the crazy stuff. I'm hoping he can have have good form coming right out, but I'm not super optimistic at 8,900, but definitely hurts that Celtics value. Uh, talk to me about the top end of power forward. Yeah, Tatum, 8,900. I know he's coming back. Hopefully um, we'll, we get some news on if there's any minutes restrictions, some conditioning issues or whatnot. But before he, before he left, man, he went the ball more than 20 times a game. Now he's taking on an absolute cake matchup against Chicago. If, if Tatum's going to be free to go, 9,600, 8,900, he's low-owned. I'll, I'll definitely consider him if he's low-owned. Uh, Zion Williamson, 8K on FanDuel. I'm going to like this quite a bit against San Antonio. If you guys remember, Zion had that rookie debut when he went on that massive, massive spurt against uh, San Antonio last year. 8K, I think we need, definitely need to consider uh, Zion. But Bam out of bio last time against this uh, <laughs> a very, very – bad front court defense from Brooklyn. Adebayo went off. Had his one of the best games of his uh yeah, you can say career, but put up 62 and a half fantasy points. Uh, definitely one of the uh, his best game of the season, especially on Fando, fine spend up option. Sabonis, uh, we were talking about you but I, I don't expect him to go one of ten against Toronto tomorrow night. Did pick up 19 rebounds. 96 yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Sorry, it, it cut out there again for a second. We're we're doing okay. We're we're making our way down. Uh, yeah, ninety six hundred over on Fanduel. I definitely have some interest there. That's that's a good number. Porzingis, we're starting to see that tag start to rise back up to where it was when he first came out, uh, when it was way too high uh, for that opening night against Charlotte. And then uh, just I love to see the fact that he's just kind of like stringing games of low 30 minutes together uh he's gonna be a high point per minute guy so uh he's sitting in that 1.2 1.3 range so i at 8700 i don't mind taking some shots maybe we might actually get some lower ownership on the zinger at some point here uh our guy chris boucher has that 6500 tag just lingering over us even though nick nurse hates him and only plays him 20 minutes a game i hate him i don't enjoy this i need chris boucher run in my life tell me i'm not crazy for liking a little bit of him at 6,400. You're, you're not crazy. I think we're okay. going to have to definitely consider Boucher. I know he's been disappointing the last couple of times, but he's kind of come down to earth. But I think we know what the, we've seen the upside from Boucher. We're going to like that $6,400 price tag quite a bit. There's another price tag I like quite a bit. It's Draymond Green, 5,200, 4,900. I think he, we got to expect him to play high 20 minutes, uh, high, high 20s, low 30s against Minnesota. 4900 on FanDuel. Oh, man, that is a low price tag for Draymond Green. 
I think uh, I think it's definitely uh, there's a lot of merit to being over the field uh, with Draymond Green against this Minnesota matchup, and that's kind of, he the way that sounds. He might be my in terms of price and, and upside combined on Fanduel. He might be my favorite power forward right now. But obviously, <laughs> it, this is like 12 hours beforehand. Oh, uh, he's uh, definitely what? standing out to me. Yeah. No, okay. So so 4900. So first of all, I don't like tabulate ejection risk so that's not really a thing we're not we're not worrying about the ejection or anything but Draymond Green has also just been pretty bad recently and I I don't know if it's because Wiseman has just kind of like maybe taken some boards from him Uh, I'm going to take a look at his his rebounding percentage and and a couple of other factors there Uh, it seems like his Wiseman has played better Draymond has played worse and maybe that's why he yelled at him and got kicked out of the game the other night was he was just like you know what yeah go ahead young buck go ahead I'm gonna hit the showers early um I I really don't know 4900 yeah that's that's a ridiculous like sticker shot kind of a thing 4900 is is something I totally understand but like yeah he's gonna be popular let's, and let's it's talk about be tough. let's talk about that price tag specifically is it do you like anyone cheaper than him I mean, I was looking Daniel Tice at forty six hundred. I don't mind. I know that he only played like twenty four minutes, got thirty seven point seven tonight. I like uh, I like Tristan Thompson down there too. I think just kind of like those guys specifically could could find ways of going off anytime Tristan Thompson's down at four k uh, against that Bulls front court defense. Wendell Carter Jr. couldn't guard me, so I'm pretty sure uh, Daniel Tice and Tristan Thompson might have their have their say about whatever they want to do. Especially if uh, you know, I'll see how this. Jason Tatum's how like how his minutes will get rotated in, but I would much rather go to either one of them. I think in certain builds, just because there is such an upside against that Chicago front court. Yeah, I, I think that's. I, I do think those are very very solid pivots. I I, I would be shocked if Draymond Green's going to come in like super high on tomorrow. Maybe that's going to be a procedure with a little caution, I guess. Yeah, because he is he is very capable of burning people nowadays much more than ever. This is a different type of Draymond Green. It's not the all-star Draymond Green, not the defensive player of the year Draymond Green, where you can expect like a at least a minimum three, four stock game with seven points, seven assists, seven rebounds, and it'll consistently put up uh, mid-30 fantasy points. It's not happening this year. We'll see if that'll ever come around. He hasn't exceeded I'm, 36 FanDuel points the entire season. I'm just going to throw that out there. Not that that is like super uh, important in certain things, but like, I don't know. In terms of like having a ceiling, forty nine hundred. Man, we are spending a lot of time on Draymond, but this is actually like a good talking point. I think sometimes when you look at a position like that, like if you could lock in thirty five for Draymond tomorrow, how much of him at forty nine hundred would you want? Um, three digits in percentages might not be enough. Thirty five. See, I just think that there's so many guys up at the top end of power forward. Like Bam has sixty point upside. Sabonis does. Porzingis has forty fifty point upside. Williamson too. Like there's so many. Like power forward has so many good spots. And like for me, I guess my crazy ridiculous play would be Chris Boucher at sixty five hundred, who I'm obsessed with, and I think that's well known at this point in time. Because if you ever see a minutes upside with him, he just has the crazy high rates, and those guys I just kind of gravitate towards. Um, but forty nine hundred. Draymond in this offense with Steph Curry taking over Wiggins and Oubre who are starting to to eat up that usage we've seen like multiple games of single digit usage for for Draymond so again he would have to get there with steals and blocks like he would have to get there with other stats like crazy like and he's a guy who can go 10 10 10 like that's not an issue but um god it just is so hard to stomach And, and again this would be based on his popularity if he's popular I'm out 
but I, I totally, your favorite power forward at the position. I mean, that is a statement and it needed to be revisited. So uh, anything else you want to touch on before of, we move on from Draymond Green, Green for life? In terms of other other power forwards that I think like for right now standing out, I, I don't mind Robert Covington at all. I do, uh, and maybe if he puts up his little five stock, five block game against the Knicks and he's going to, if his ownership's going to skyrocket, maybe I'll jump off. But Roko is going to have a 40 point fantasy game at some point just because of his peripherals on FanDuel. And I've been consistently been over the field on him when after since CJ McCollum has been out. I think we can definitely be targeting uh, Robert Covington for sure. On DraftKings, uh, it's a little tough. Uh, no one really stands out to me in the power forward eligible options. I think you can consider a $4,600 Carmelo Anthony. It's counting gross. Isaiah Roby against this weak Portland front court. Keep, uh, I'm not too sure what's happening with the Al Horford situation after the birth of his new, newborn. Uh, just monitor that situation. But power forward on DK seems like a position where I'll be definitely spending up for. Love it. All right, let's bring it home here. Oh, man, I hope we never talk about Draymond Green on this podcast ever again. Other in context of like Rinpak just went binky on it and ended up, you know, taking down 100K, we can move on with our lives, which I could see happening in your future very, very soon. I think uh, I think you're getting close, buddy. Uh, sitting at the top end at center, uh, Nikola Jokic, 10,800. I mean, great spend-up option. It's just going to be very, very difficult to play pay up for 10-8 on this slate in certain spots, but you can't say anything bad. I mean, Willie Cauley-Stein is is not going to be providing any kind of a any kind of an issue for him there. Um, so <laughs> between that, there's there's just no defense against Nikola Jokic right now. 10-8, perfectly appropriate price, but would be tough to get to. Uh, you've got Sabonis there at DraftKings at 9,800, and then Andre Drummond, who is now starting to play these like high 20s minutes and is pretty much borderline unplayable at this point in time. Uh, I don't really know even what to say about that. So against the Lakers front court, that's definitely a no for me as well. Nikola Vucevic and Abam Adebayo. We'll see kind of how some of these injury news shakes out. Orlando had a lot of guys sitting today. It was kind of a gross situation there, but Vuce didn't get there by any means, but he's only 8,700 still on this slate. And then Bam Adebayo against that Brooklyn front court that you talked about and, and said that you loved. And I'm right there with you too, 8,500. That looks like probably my favorite center play to spend up for. Talk to me about him a little bit yeah bam was very very impressive uh if his ownership is going to be somewhat significant there are so many good pivot options i think going uh spending finding those extra couple hundred dollars for vucevic is a pretty uh nice uh consideration just because he went against charlotte today he only put up 45 uh, dk points he did take 22 shot attempts i like that quite a bit he seems like a great lock for a double double and i i do think he's a little too cheap uh, in the sense of 8,700. I think he's a more of a mid nine K player than in a high eights player. So potentially buying a little low on Vucevic, someone we didn't really get to talk about in the power four position. I'm always over the field on Anthony Davis. Almost anytime he's on the slate, it will be another situation where I'll be over the field against Cleveland. I like AD. Uh, it's a personal bias. So keep that in mind. <laughs> and I think uh Anytime a player who has the chances um, to be the highest scoring player on the slate, on Fano, it's really important when you're rostering one. Uh, we can say that about Jokic. We can say that about Embiid for sure. Embiid was great against Detroit uh, when he played them the other night, put up 57 fantasy points. And Jokic against uh, Dallas, granted the last time they played him, I believe the game did go to overtime, put up 60 fantasy points. He's just been he's so consistent um, the last couple of games out. Keep in mind, they both did go to overtime. I think mid-50 fantasy points just seems like a great floor for Jokic nowadays. It's been really impressive what he's been doing. 
pretty much a strong MVP candidate way things stand right now. Some value options, man. People uh, have been going to Daniel Gafford frequently, but he's been very, very disappointing. He hasn't played north of 20 minutes yet. Even with Wendell Carter, I believe doubtful tomorrow. Keep that in mind. If you're trying to get like unique with roster construction, he's burned people out last time, a couple times now. Going up against Boston, it's it's okay, nothing great. But I think uh, one of the one of my favorite um, matchups is just this Minnesota matchup, and we need to talk about James Wiseman, fifty four hundred DK, forty nine hundred on Fanduel. Man, is this a let's ride James Wiseman uh, option tomorrow on Fanduel? It just kind of depends. I fifty four might be a little difficult when you can get up to Canner for twelve hundred more. Uh, I'm not sure how he's doing tonight. I'm <laughs> the box score watchers will be out in full force, but I I do like Canner sixty six hundred against OKC with no Al Horford there up against Isaiah Roby. Um, you know a high fantasy point per minute guy. So for 1200 more, I'd rather get up there. Um, I'm kind of looking at people like lower than him. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, 5,300 would probably be a no, but you are going to see a lot of ownership. And I'm talking specifically like power forward slash center over on DraftKings. Jared Vanderbilt is 5k in 21 minutes, went out and set the world on fire there against new Orleans, put up 37.25. So I do expect him to garner some ownership, especially because I think that game started blowing out towards the end and got a little bit closer than it would otherwise look like. And so Jared Vanderbilt in 25, 26 minutes, which is what I would probably project him for more closely is probably an exponentially better play than James Wiseman at that same range, uh, just because there's uninhibited run for Jared Vanderbilt for cheaper. So somebody I'm considering over on DraftKings and some center spots there too. Uh, going down on FanDuel, 4,900 is beautiful, beautiful tag. 5K, Nas Reed. Uh, I'm I'm contractually obligated to talk about him uh, every single podcast. High fantasy point per minute guy. We just saw 40.6 and 29.8. Uh, he's running alongside Vanderbilt in that starting lineup or was uh, the last time out. So I could see having some interest there too in that game as runbacks with like Wiggins and Curry. And that's just going to be a great game to target in general. Uh, the the whole night slate is with OKC Portland. I mean, Shea and Lillard, it's just, it's going to be, yeah, don't count your chickens kind of a situation tomorrow night until, until it's all said and done. Uh, anybody else that you want to kind of finish out the position with? No, it's a massive slate. Uh, I think a potential, like taking a GVP dart on a Montrez Harrell against the Chicago Bulls front court is another option to definitely consider. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge slate. News is going to change everything. Uh, obviously, there's some nice matchups to take advantage of throughout throughout all of this. I mean, uh, taking uh, targeting guys against Chicago, Minnesota seems like a nice trend. This Brooklyn front court seems like a nice place to go to. There's just been there's just a ton of lot lot of bad defense uh, to start off this NBA season. So we need to definitely be able to see what's uh, it's, we have a decent enough sample size. Obviously, it's only been it's been a month exactly now. So now we're getting a good feel on things on what teams to target. I'll monitor the new situation. Read all the content we have. We have a flurry of content. So, so much content right now. Check out Eric's Slate Starter uh, article tomorrow. Check out his betting articles and uh, check out all the shows we have. And we appreciate your support. And uh, hopefully uh, one of you guys can take something down. We've been appreciating the messages that we get 
from you guys and listening listening in your support means a ton right now so yeah it's been it's been fantastic Rinpack sitting up there at the top i'm trying to claw my way up there at some point but we love seeing the asmo the wow the awesome avatars good lord that was a freudian thing i don't even know what to tell you oh good lord i'm gonna have to get off like immediately here but guys uh thank you so much for listening in so excited to do this again tomorrow so excited for another week here alongside Rinpack. best of luck go get go get a bank up top and uh send us send us your screenshots over at osmo uh till tomorrow we'll see you later